0: I've been there. You finally get a few minutes to work on your blog. You're excited and ready to put some work into your newest post, but you end up spending hours staring at a blank page, trying to come up with something new and original. You might even have a few solid ideas, but getting them written down on your passive income website is another story. But don't worry, I have an answer for you. His name is Jasper. Jasper, formerly known as Jarvis, is a content creation AI or artificial intelligence that can help you finish blog post articles, create SEO content, make engaging social media posts and more, usually two to five times faster than doing it on your own. I admit I was a little skeptical before I gave Jasper a try, and I'm thoroughly impressed with how Jasper creates original worry-free content. In fact, most of what you just heard me say over the last minute or so was created by Jasper. With just a little input from you, Jasper will take care of the rest, from brainstorming ideas to writing paragraphs to releasing you from the shackles of writer's block. Blogger Evolution listeners get an exclusive deal by visiting bloggerevolution.com slash jasper. That's bloggerevolution.com slash jasper. You will get a free five-day trial, 10,000 words automatically added to your account for free upon signing up, and my personal blog recipe to shorten the learning curve and get you up and running as soon as possible. To learn more and to get started, head over to bloggerevolution.com slash jasper. That's bloggerevolution.com slash jasper for your, free bonuses.
1: I see the, um, the ad revenue and all the, all the money that you can make while you're sleeping is kind of like dividends. So building up these platforms is a way to earn passive income and dividends and just free your time, really. So I figured putting more effort in up front means that I'll have more time to spend doing the things that I actually want to be doing, which is not working, but being with my family, traveling and so on.
0: Regular people are taking their passions and interests, writing about it in a blog, and making a living from it. But not everyone is successful. There is a right way to build a blog and a wrong way. And I am here to help you succeed with your online business. My name is Chris Miles, and this is the Blogger Evolution Podcast. Oh, and welcome to the Blogger Evolution Podcast. My name is Chris Miles. Wherever you are, wherever you may be, thanks for making us part of your day. All right, so we have a good one today. I had the privilege of interviewing Ariel Phoenix. Now, or maybe sorry, Ariel Phoenix. You'll see me uh, struggle through this <laughs> through the through the interview. But Ariel Phoenix. Now, she's from across the pond, um, somewhere in the UK, I believe, and. She's a wonder, like, seriously, she's been able to do so much with her blogging business and do so with very, very limited time. She's a mother of three and she's managing, I believe, seven different niche sites. Seven. Right. That's that's outstanding. I'm barely able to handle three, you know, and uh, she's handling seven of them. And this is, you know, with a family. And I think that that's insane. We talk about some really cool things in this interview, especially some tricks she's using to uh, index her site. Um, that's a big thing that's going on right now. Um, Google's struggling, it seems, to be able to index these articles that we're putting out there. Uh, she has a trick and she says it has been working. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, this is a big one. We talk about artificial intelligence, namely jasper.ai you know that's a uh, it's kind of a hot button issue that's been uh, that's been talked about in the blogging industry now about how that could even be the reason why in google's having indexing issues right now we don't know you know but she has some pretty interesting points on what she does because she is an active user of uh, writing content ai such as jasper so be sure to dig in for what she has to say about that and um she even talks about the many business models she has actually done in the past, but why she settled on the passive nature of blogging. Uh, She gets really in-depth, in in the weeds. We talk about pretty much everything in this interview, so please check it out. Uh, Let me know what you think, and um, here's the interview. So in today's podcast, we have Ariel Phoenix from arielphoenix.com. Now get this, she is an author, she's a blogger, she's a business enthusiast, she's managing niche sites. I mean, it can't get any better than that, right? So I just want to welcome her onto the podcast. Ariel, thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. So if you don't mind, just give everyone like a quick background on how you how you got into this business, how you got into blogging, uh, what kind of background you have, and uh, you know how it's been helpful for you so far.
1: Uh, Well, I started in school, I'd um, buy and sell snacks, I'd buy wholesale and um, sell them for a profit, and I kind of took that skill that I got from from then on to eBay. Um, I got on eBay a bit sooner than you're supposed to, I think the age is about 18, and I was on there from about 15 or 16, I don't know how I done it, I don't don't think they had much regulation back then, so um, yeah, so I got started with eBay, um, buying and selling from China And um, yeah, I was was making quite a bit of money in my teens. So as that progressed, I think eBay became more strict and China actually got onto eBay and um, they started undercutting everybody with the prices. It made it a lot harder to to sell and actually make a profit. And I think my account got banned after a while. So I had to leave that alone. (laughs) Yeah, eBay kicked me off and they they just kept kicking me off. Every time I made a new account, they kicked me off um but yeah so i think after ebay i went into buying and selling cars and laptops i was buying laptops and then i was putting on all the software cleaning them up and then reselling those um pretty much anything i could get my hands on just just doing that for a while and then um i started making my own sites on moonfruit i didn't know anything about coding or wordpress or any of those things so i'd make them on moonfruit Um, I tried different things. I had no knowledge of SEO. I think a lot of my ventures would have been more successful had I known about SEO back then, but didn't get into it. Um, Fast forward some years, I got onto Instagram and started using Instagram to drive traffic to my sites. And I had a really, really successful Instagram page. I think I had about 250,000 followers at the time, Um, building that up and driving the traffic over to the website. Um, and it was an e-commerce site. So every time I put up a post, I'd make sales. I was selling um, ad space. Um, that was really, really profitable for me. But just like eBay, they came and they shut that down. Um, they didn't give me a reason why they closed my account. I think it was around the time that they started um, selling ads themselves. So I don't think they like the idea of people selling, you know, getting money without giving them any. So, yeah, shut my account down. And I thought there's gotta be another way to make money, um, make money online. And well, I'm I'm skipping something. I I became an author about three or four years ago, um, self-published author, um, doing children's books. I've I've got a number of books that I've ghostwritten um, and I've got books under different pseudonyms. So making good money be as an author. And uh, my sister told me about niche sites um, and showed, showed me Income School, um, Doug Cunnington, Carl Broadbent. I just went down the rabbit hole, um, started watching everything, <laughs> started watching every single video. And um, I started my first site, I think the same day, the same day that I found Income School, I started my site. I don't take long to start at all. I just, I go straight into it. So... Um, yeah, so since then, I've just been starting new new sites. I've got seven sites in my portfolio. Um, I've published hundreds of articles across all of the sites. And yeah, now it's doing really well. Now it's, it's doing really well now.
0: Wow, seven sites. Oh man, how are you able to manage seven sites like that? Oh gosh. Uh,
1: um, <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's definitely, it's not easy. I, I wouldn't recommend anybody to, start with, especially if you're brand new to start off with you know to make more than one site initially but because I wasn't new to the whole um into there was a lot of things I was able to quick start it wasn't even though I wasn't familiar with WordPress beforehand um it didn't seem like too much of a learning curve for me so it was easy to do the the graphics and stuff I'd been doing um, yeah and, and the writing that stuff was easy for me so I jumped straight into it I didn't start all the sites at the same time. Uh, as I learned more, I, I, I thought about the, the niche that I was in and how how easy it would be to grow, to expand from some of the niche that I had chosen. And as I got more information, I thought, okay, maybe let me try this one, that one, you know. So ultimately I think the last, the last four sites in my portfolio are more, um, they've got more opportunity to scale than the first yeah so yeah so I ran into roadblocks with one and two um even though two is the most profitable I ran into some roadblocks and started trying different things
0: Okay, that's good. You know, yeah, you, you do have to be super organized. I'm sure to be able to do that. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. And, well, you know, it's funny. A lot of the things that you were just mentioning, I kind of saw myself in a lot of that as well because I was the same way. I'm kind of like I'm a starter. You know, you start a lot of this, you start that, yeah. um, and you've done quite a bit. Like there's a laundry list of stuff you've done. Yeah. Let me ask there's you. a lot more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'd only tell us because I remember being in school, too, and I I used to sell candy. And what I would do was, you know, they would give us a candy and say, "Okay, sell it for two dollars or something. But when I went door to door, I'd sell it for five dollars and keep the profits, (laughs) (laughs) you know. So that's really cool that you've done that. But let me ask you, since you've done so many things, what was it about blogging, niche blogging that kind of drew you to think, "Okay, I can double down on this and actually make it more sustainable than the things I had done in the past? Tell me the story about that.
1: Uh, so as we said, as we had a, a little chat off camera, and we mentioned the time trading time for money. Um, as you, the more you do, you start to realise, okay, for this same hour, I could actually have made X amount of money had I had other things in place. And I think becoming a parent, you realise how precious that time is, yeah. Um, and you you just want more of it. You don't want to be as as much as this this stuff does take your time and you're building something that's ultimately going to pay you passive income. And I think since I was quite young, I'd been reading, I'd read Rich Dad, Poor Dad when I was about 17. Mm -hmm. My brother had got me all these books, um, books that my my peers weren't reading. So I had these concepts um, around financial independence, financial freedom, all of these concepts circulating in my mind since I was quite young. And um, so that ultimately brought me to, when, when this opportunity came up, um, blogging is it can be a source of passive income. Um, and I, I see the um, the ad revenue and all the all the money that you could make while you're sleeping is kind of like dividends. So building up these platforms is a way to earn passive income and dividends and just free your time really. So I figured putting more effort in up front, means that I'll have more time to spend doing the things that I actually want to be doing, which is not working, but being with my family, traveling and so on.
0: Yeah. Yo, that's a very good motivation. And it's good to see that you're having some fruition with it as well. It's it's coming, it's coming through. So um all right, well I guess let's go ahead and dive in since you bring it up the um the 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 blogs. So how are you getting traffic to these blogs?
1: SEO, <laughs> search engine optimization. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm uh, writing, writing lots of blog posts around specific topics and doing topic clusters. And um, yeah, and there's just getting as much organic traffic as possible.
0: What tools are you using to get those kinds of uh, keywords?
1: I, I use uh, keywords everywhere. It's a free tool. I don't, Do not you know Keywords Everywhere? You use yeah, that? yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So Keywords <laughs> Everywhere. Um, a lot of Google um, auto suggest. Um, mm. I've used Ahrefs, but um, I think Google auto suggest is, is good enough, especially for beginners. Google auto suggest is how I built up site two. And then the KGR, um, the Keyword Golden Ratio. So find keywords, check them against the KGR. If they're good to go, I just write a post on it
0: okay cool cool so if you don't mind just give us like a brief synopsis what's the kgr
1: <laughs> the kgr is a keyword golden ratio it's a very long tail keyword that you'll find um there's i don't know the exact science behind it. it's a simple formula but um what it is is you you find once you find a google autosuggest keyword or any keyword you're um You'll, put, you'll do um, an advanced search query in Google. So you'll, you'll type in all in title, colon, and the search term. And if it shows up that there's less than, oh, no, it doesn't have to have a specific number, but if it shows up that there's only four with um, all in title or six, you then put that back into the KGR calculator and it will tell you um, a ratio, it will work out a ratio. Um, And if it's under 0.25, then that keyword, you should, it should be fairly easy to rank for, um, and you should be in the top 100 without, you know, without any backlinks or anything. So it it was a bit of a mouthful because I I can't (laughs) explain the math, the the actual math behind it. But yeah, those, those keywords have been... Have been helping me start my new sites.
0: Yeah, if it works, it works, right? <laughs> that's all I <I'm> would <laughs> be that's all I'd be worried about as well. Getting your yeah. so like how soon are you seeing like keywords and stuff hit the hit Google once you uh have written the articles on them?
1: Um most of the keywords I target, they're they're up within, they're up pretty quick. <laughs> they're up pretty quickly. Um my, I've not had um I've actually spoken before about the the Google sandbox, which people call it. Mm-hmm. And um I do believe it is a thing, but I'm noticing with the, the new sites that I, I create and the, the posts that I put up, I'm not having um, a, a six to eight month period. I'm not having to wait too long for traffic, and I'm getting traffic within the first couple months. Um, and that's mainly because of the keywords that I'm targeting, and they are um, the search volume could be up to 250 um, searches a month. But because um, and that's considered quite low. But because there are so many of them, so I'm front loading the content and I'm interlinking. That's a, a key. I'm interlinking all of the articles. They they've always got three or four at least links coming to them from other posts. Um, and um, yeah, and I'll, I'll see I'll see um visits within a, a few weeks, a couple weeks.
0: Wow, that's pretty impressive. Now the you say under two fifty is that like any keyword? Uh research tool that you're using or is it just really keywords everywhere that you're using for your volumes
1: yeah it's cute my volumes come from keywords everywhere I don't I don't even think about it when I say that because I've got the the extension so when I type in keywords and it shows me the volume I just think that everybody sees that in their google
0: (laughs) but they they don't yeah no you'd be surprised (laughs) you know um, but that's because you know there's so many keyword research tools out there and you know, you have the people like you brought up income school. They don't trust keyword research tools really yeah. at all. You know, yeah. but um, you're using the KGR method, coming up with your keywords, and you're using the uh, the advanced search modifiers within Google, um, yeah. all in titles, seeing how much the competition is out there, and then if it's under two fifty based on keywords everywhere, you're going for the article. That's pretty much it, yeah, right?
1: That's it. Yeah, that's it.
0: That's a pretty good story. I wish I could explain it so
1: so, so cleanly. <laughs>
0: oh, no, no worries. Like um I know uh Doug Huntington over at the Duck Show or uh you can check him out on YouTube as well. I think he came up with the uh KGR, yeah. right? Yeah, he and he does excellent, right? And I know he has a ton yeah. of students. You're one of his students too, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. That's we're awesome. doing a case study at the moment. So
0: Oh cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's that's pretty good. I mean uh, let me ask you this. How valuable has been the help that you got? You know, not just saying not just Doug in general, but, you know, we are talking about them. But I mean, when it comes to blogging, there's a million things that has to happen in order. And sometimes it can be very overwhelming for people. So how has the value of having someone there telling you what to do, when to do it or whatever um, been helpful for you?
1: It's, it's been amazing. I think the whole um community is really supportive. Um, and I think the fact that people, I know there are a lot of courses out there, but the fact that people give give away so much information for free up front, I think that's a a good indicator of the kind of community that niche sites or affiliate marketing is. Um but yeah, I've had, I've had, yeah, Doug's been great. Doug's Doug's been really helpful. Even before I was a student, I'd watched Pretty much all of the videos I've watched also. I knew I was doing the KGR and you know, before I was even in contact with him. So to have him now um, helping me, mentoring me, that's just, you know, that's that's all I could ask for. That's amazing to me. Um, and Carl, Carl's really good. I, I don't know if you know Carl broadbent um there's lots of people in this space that I've learned from um and that's kind of why I've been able to jump in the way I have and I just pick things up I try it if it works um I yeah put my own spin on it and and keep going
0: okay and when you say Carl you mean Carl Broadbent right Carl Broadbent. Yeah. So uh,
1: again, I say first names as no. like everybody knows everybody. but...
0: Well, that's what I'm here for. So don't worry too much about it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So, all right. So you're getting traffic to your sites. How are you monetizing them?
1: Uh, many ways. So uh, display ads, all of my sites are with Ezoic at the moment. So, yeah, display ads, Amazon affiliates, um, all the individual programs. So, share a sale, A Win. Every everything, everything that and every, everything that has a um, an affiliate program, and then the niche specific ones. So yeah, everything.
0: Do you have a favorite?
1: Um, I'd say. Well, I, I love the idea of display ads because you don't have to sell anything to anybody. And mm-hmm. a lot of my sites are information. It's mostly informational content. And then when I do buyers' keywords like um, best microphone for podcasting or something like that then i'll obviously amazon is the best way to monetize that Um, and then i'll make my own products as well so i have digital products um, and downloads Um, and yeah and then the niche specific affiliate program so there's there's loads of ways to to um to monetize i've not got into courses or anything like that but um a few of the sites can have courses if i were to sit down and make them
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, courses is actually a really good way to monetize stuff as well because, you know, with affiliates, you have to worry about just the percentage, right? But when it's your program, you get the whole thing, (laughs) you know, you know, there is extra stuff you have to uh, deal with like customer service and having to help people or, you know, all that comes with it, where affiliates, you're more, you know, standoffish. You just, you make the referral. If they have an issue, they bring it back to the company, not back to you. Right. (laughs) Yeah,
1: precisely. (laughs)
0: Awesome. Awesome. All right. So, I mean, other than keywords everywhere, are you using any other kind of tools or anything to help you like uh, build your sites? Are you using any page builders or special plugins?
1: uh no page builders let me let me think about the keywords uh no I have used ahrefs they do seven day free trial yeah um besides that I'm not paying for any any tools other than the, the preview of keywords everywhere so you have the free extension but then you can also do the credits um a tool that I do use and do recommend is another free one but it, you can buy credits as well it's called through I don't know if you've heard of it Mm-mm. it's um it's it's not the website's not called that but it's t-h-r-u-u-u <laughs> it's a strange name but it's really really good it's like a SERP. it shows you all the cert data um and you can narrow it down and see the all the h2s that they're using for the different sections um and yes yeah, so i use the SERP tool that SERP tool with jarvis or jasper the ai tool Mm-mm. to structure my posts um, and as for plugins, no, I've, I've taken off Elementor and all of those things, yeah. uh, they affect my site speed. So, um, so yeah, I just keep it basic. I keep it basic. I use, um, ultimate Gutenberg for, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, exactly. For the, t- um, the table of contents and stuff like that. Um, but that's it. I keep. I try and keep it
0: simple. Yeah. No, simple is the best because we want to get our sites as fast as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So through is that program you mentioned, and it helps you look at the SERPs for certain keywords. T H R U U U. U U U. All right. Cool. <laughs> I'll be sure to include that in the show notes in yeah. case anyone wants <laughs> to check that out. All right, cool. So um, that's pretty awesome. Now, you did mention Jasper when it comes to your uh, now for those who don't know Jasper, formerly known as Jarvis. You know, they, they change their name like once every six months. But <laughs> anyways, uh, what kind of success have you had with that? Because right now, the ultimate thing that people are wondering is if I use Jasper, will Google see that it's AI generated content and then take my site down? Are you getting sites to rank with it? You know, how is that working out for you so far?
1: Yeah, I love this topic because um, I, I'm a user of Jasper. I love using Jasper. Um, I actually have a, a, what do you call it? A unlimited deal. Is it unlimited? Well, you're a grandfather then
0: to the unlimited deal.
1: Yeah, yeah. So so I'm, I'm very much, I'm, I'm glad I'm here to stay. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, people have a lot of issues with using AI content at the moment, um, I think mainly because there, there is a lot of spam going on. There, there is a lot of people um, just throwing up anything that the AI tool will give them. And um, if you leave it to, or if you just expect it to do all of the work, it will give you a lot of, um, it will repeat itself. It will lie. Um, it won't do a good job. It, it, it will be clearly AI generated text. And I think that's what people are having issues with. But if it's used properly, then Google shouldn't know it's AI. And that's my point. Um, if you're going in, if the, it's just a tool in the way that Grammarly is a tool. If you leave Grammarly to it's not going to it's not going to do. You know, it's not going to edit all your work for you. You still need to go through and edit it yourself. So it's the same with Jarvis. As you're um, outlining your your posts, you need to make sure you're checking over what it's saying, giving it. The right information um you know especially if you've got a technical niche or something that you need to write about you're going to need to go through give it the information double check things um and just not keep hitting compose and expecting it, it to you know write you a perfect post so i think it's a tool that should help speed up your workflow but not take you know take over your job
0: yeah yeah i've actually experienced something very similar so I have yet to really go deep into using Jasper for creating an entire blog post. But when it comes to email, social media posts, even Facebook ads or whatever I'm doing, it's just so easy and amazing to use. that yeah. I absolutely love it. And I do. Rec- I even rec- recommend it myself. So uh, let me ask you this, though. So when you're creating content on it, um, do you see do you find yourself having to babysit it or how long does it take you to write a post without it versus with it?
1: Uh, It doesn't take me, it takes me a lot, I'm a lot faster writing with it, um, because I would have already made my outline, I've already... I know the, the direction that I want the post to go in, so I will, so once I've laid out the H2s, I'll begin writing myself and then I'll let it continue. So wherever I have like a mental block or, you know, you get those writer's blocks and you're like, where do I go with this sentence? Um, a lot of the time I'll find that I hit compose and Jasper takes over exactly where I would have wanted it to go. So um, so it's kind of like a co-writer for me. I don't expect it to do most of the job. The article will have my voice and then it will just be helped along. And it also gives you lots of ideas as well. So if you've, um, you've already outlined the post and then you need some more H2s, uh, if you let it, it will give you some more ideas. And they might be people also ask questions. They could just be a different angle that you didn't think to cover in the uh, the topic um so yeah for long form content it's really advanced especially if you're using it in conjunction with an outline
0: right because you have to feed it that information first for it to spit you yeah. out something interesting right yeah yeah sometimes uh if you just let it go it'll just spit out any old thing and
1: yeah
0: uh, i do find myself having to babysit it sometimes but i've been blogging for a long time so sometimes i do find it as almost a hitch for me uh, yeah. before moving forward with it, but I can definitely see how the uh, writer's block, especially for newer bloggers—not saying that you're a newer blogger, but just anyone who runs into yeah, writer's yeah. block quite right often—that this can yeah. be super helpful for them. Um, yeah, that's I,
1: the thing. If you've got your if you if you already have a workflow, then it's just a new tool to throw you off. That. If you're, you know, if you're just getting into blogging, you want to make sure that you hit all the information. Like I said, if you're going by the cert tools and you know that there are um, H2s that this person's the, the top 10, they have all used this and you you want to throw that in. Um, it's a good way to just help you make sure that you cover everything that you want to. But yeah, it can slow down. Other people have said that it's slowed them down and it doesn't take them that long to write a post.
0: Yeah. That could just be me being dumb and an idiot when it comes to using it, because I'm still just really getting used to to using it for more long form type stuff. Um, how often? Okay, I know you have a lot of articles that are already um, up on your sites or whatever, and I'm sure you've used Jar- uh, Jasper, Jarvis Jasper, for a lot of that so far. Are you saying those articles rank? Ah, uh, yeah,
1: all all of my stuff, <laughs> all of my stuff is ranking. I don't, I don't want to um. I don't want to sound like you know everything I do is is going well, but um, all the um, all the sites that I've used Java, Jasper on, um, they're all doing well. They're all going up day on day. Um, if I I, sh- I do show my income reports, and if you look at my um, my Google Search Console, they're all going up day after day. Um, now I have not written everything using Jasper because I do outsource quite a lot of content as mm-hmm. well. Um, but for everything that I have written, um, I'm quite proud of the posts that I put out myself. I'm not, I'm very, I won't say I'm a perfectionist, but when I do, I'm a writer as well. So I'm not going to put up anything that I think is junk on my posts. The same goes for, um, when I get articles back from writers, I still go over them. Um, sometimes they're no better than Jarvis. So (laughs) I have to go through and, um, and give it, you know, put my own voice to it. So yeah. Oh,
0: that's that's really cool, and um, all right. So with all of the sites that you have and you're putting together and you're using Jasper, are you seeing your your uh, production of articles going faster as well?
1: Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So if I if I set out to do, if I set out to write five articles in a day and I have that free time, I know I'll be able to do it, especially using Jasper to help me along the way.
0: Oh, that is so cool. Yeah, I got to get on this Jasper stuff. <laughs> That is really awesome. Okay, well, let's switch gears just a tad here. Um, I remember you have three children, right? And I remember on the top of the podcast, we talked about, you know, the hundreds of other things that you're doing and, and, you know, you seem to be doing, you know, you have your sites are earning an income and doing well. Do you have any like, what kind of time management are you using? How are you getting through the day? You just told me that you write five blog posts a day, right? I'm just kidding. Oh no! But (laughs) but no, how how are you finding time to do, to work on all of this and and still be, you know, awake?
1: (laughs) yeah I don't I don't know I don't know how I'm awake right now um caffeine might be the, the reason <laughs> behind it um that's my, my parenting tool caffeine um but no I I'm not this is something I really need to work on I'm not organized people always assume oh, I must be so organized and everything is no I'm not that's that's probably my weakest point organization but um what I do do is um my children are homeschooled which as if I need more things I to know. <laughs> add. <laughs> but um they are homeschooled and uh we kind of work together so I'll have my laptop and I'll be homeschooling them and we kind of you know just do it that way. Um my son is he's um he's going to be 6 tomorrow and he's oh, very nice. the homeschooling's going well. He's he's, he's really really yeah he's very smart so he does a lot of self-learning he can read he can write so I can give him specific um tasks his books and stuff and he can just get on with it um so yeah so the homeschooling's going really well um the work is going well so although I'm not the most organized organized person I've got to just kind of keep going in the fashion that I'm going what looks what works well for me um so yeah that's that's it
0: Okay, that's that's pretty awesome. I'm not the most organized person either. Um, and I just sometimes wake up in the morning, okay, what am I doing today? I don't even <laughs> know half the time. But uh, I guess, you know, we, we figure it out, right? We're entrepreneurs, yeah. we're business owners. We, we somehow get from one place to the other. <laughs> okay, tell me about the biggest mistake you've made with blogging so far.
1: Um, okay, I, I think... Hair is where people would say starting too many things, mm-hmm. but I, uh, I'm, I'm glad I did start my blogs because they're sitting there, they're, they're marinating and I'll be able to go back to them. Um, so it's not that. I think that yeah, I could say that looking at old information. So blogging is something or SEO is something that is very fast paced. And I didn't know this before. Um, So what I thought I knew about SEO a few years ago, that's now out of date. That's extremely black hat. Um, And yeah, and coming in, like I said, I watched loads of videos. I scrolled right down and I watched very old stuff. So I I actually put WooZone or WZone on one of my sites and, you know, come to find out a, a few videos closer to today um that that's no longer used that's not a good practice um and yeah it's just just not the way that people do things mm-hmm. so i had to actually go back um it wasn't doing anything positive on my site so i had to go back and take that off do a bunch of um 301 redirects to the product pages and it yeah it was a, it was a mess um, but that's the only thing I, I don't think, I think every, everything that I've done on my blogs are things that I've been able to learn from to do better on the next one. So, um, yeah, I've not had too many crazy mistakes. I've not done anything that's going to get me penalized or any crazy backlink strategies, thankfully, but yeah.
0: Yeah. And I, I can totally understand that sentiment. When I first got into this, I followed something that was probably, three or four years old, but at the time, you know, you're just Googling or you're YouTubing and you're just like, Oh, this guy makes a vlog, and he's making thousands of dollars a month. Let me just follow what he's doing. Not yeah. knowing that he's probably doing something completely off the wall. That's not going to be sustainable. <laughs> Um, I've had sites, yeah. I've had, well, I've had at least one site completely taken off the Google index because I was doing something oh, wow. shady, but I was following what I thought the guy on YouTube was saying to do. Yeah. He's no longer <laughs> here, right? I don't even see him anymore making videos, but oh, wow. I, I, I totally understand that that sentiment of just, you know, falling into the trap of not keeping up with the times.
1: Up to date. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, gosh, that is, that is incredible. Okay. <laughs> okay, cool. So, um, let's see this. This. Are you? What do you see with blogging in the future? Like, so I see a lot of people talking, well, where do you see blogging in the next five years? Where do you see blogging in the next 10 years? Is this still going to be a thing? Like, What is your outlook on on it? Is, it? is it still worth to start one right here in 2022?
1: I think it's going to be even more saturated. I think when I first started, a lot of people were starting. And that's only like a year and a bit ago. So not that long ago. Um, loads of people starting, so the more people share their journeys, um, people begin to see how easy it is to do. It's not easy work, but it's 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 compared to many businesses, it's a very quick startup, and it doesn't yeah. take you know ten a ten thousand dollar loan from the bank. You can just start and and go. So I think more and more people are going to be getting into blogging as a, a, at least a second or third income. Um, and with that, because there's been so many AI tools coming to the market, there's, there's literally people keep telling me, have you tried scale or not? Have you tried this? Like there's so many yeah. different um, AI tools coming to the market. And I think that's going to change. That's going to change things more than anything, because um, that with that comes a lot of junk content. There's going to be more and more uh, like you experienced writers using AI tools and just people not really caring about what they put out. And I guess Google is gonna have to find a way to crack down on that. And that's gonna hit a lot of people. Um, Even people that aren't using the tools in that way, I think is gonna hit a lot of people Mm -hmm. in a negative way. But ultimately in the same way that um, SEO has had to, um, you know, grow and change, that's just gonna keep happening. So people are gonna find ways. Uh, It will be harder and harder to make quick money, but people are definitely gonna find ways to, to keep going.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Google is, is getting smarter by the day and they're figuring this kind of stuff out. But the one thing I've noticed is like even with AI content, if Google can't tell that it's AI content, then it doesn't matter. Right. It, it doesn't matter yeah. who wrote it as long as it did a good job. Uh, so you mentioned earlier, sometimes you'll get back junk content or maybe the AI tool or created or a writer will give you back some junk content. A question I get quite often is what is good content? You know, so what would you say yeah. if you looked at a, an article? What about an article was to be like, you know what, this is trash, go rewrite it. Or what is it about it? This is gold. I'm posting this with no edits. You know, what's the differentiation factors for you that determines a good article versus a bad article?
1: <laughs> well, as you said, um, how should Google shouldn't know uh, if it's AI written. Um, but I think Google itself is going to clamp down on bad quality, so bad grammar and things like that. Because the AI tool can, it, it does produce... Um, grammatical errors and Mm -hmm. and it does you know it's not it's not perfect just because it's a a computer so um, grammatical errors Um, you've read a blog post. you've gone on the internet and read a blog post and thought this doesn't flow well this doesn't sound it either sounds like it wasn't written by somebody a native English speaker or it's been you know probably AI and I think I think that's it like it's about the user experience so um, with my blog post, I don't think you'd ever be able to tell its it's had any um, AI assistance because of um, the on-page SEO, the images, all the things that I do to make it my, my own. I think that kind of laziness is what's lacking in a lot of the, the AI content or people just throwing up bulk content. And I think that's where it's going to be um, easy to differentiate. So it's going to require people to put more into it. So have a a YouTube video on the same topic or a podcast or, you know, infographics, all of those things that um, ultimately relate to the user experience rather than just what Google can read. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think we do forget Google is is just the algorithm. It's not a man sitting at the computer, you know, checking through, saying this doesn't look right. But, um, but yeah I think ultimately it's going to scan for specific things on the page which is what rank map I don't know if you used rank map um, the SEO the plugin.
0: yeah I've, I've that's actually one of my favorite uh, SEO yeah. ones <laughs> but um, so w- yeah, what about it
1: a, with rank map when, when I add um, specific things like when I add a Google map to the page that adds my score it brings my score up. not not by much but it's some it's a differentiating factor on the page that Rank Math notices. And I think Google will just notice those kind of things, images, table of contents, all of those things that show that somebody's actually gone in there and edited it. I think that's gonna be you know, what separates the, the two
0: Okay, yeah. So that's good. I see what you're saying. It's like so bringing something unique because I mean, not everyone sees a map on a page, right? So being able to yeah. do something go further to help the help the the reader. That's basically what you would consider, yeah, good content, yeah.
1: the user experience.
0: Yeah, gotcha. All right. So you using Rank Math, and um, you know, you said that Rank Math notices Google notices. Uh, I guess in terms of what Google notices, have you been having any issues with indexing? I know that's been a big Thing nowadays, uh, when you when you post an article, is it showing up in Google?
1: Yeah, it, show, it shows up quite quickly. Um, I do use the Rank Math Instant Indexer, so, gotcha. um, but I've not I've not had any issues for a while. Only on the site that. Um, Site three, I think it was the one I mentioned that had the WooZone store on it. Yeah, that was the only one that had indexing issues, but there was a, a lot of different things wrong with that site. Um, after I took off WooZone, there was lots of code I had to fix, <laughs> but um, no, I've not had any any um indexing issues. And any any post that I put up, I'll go back and I'll check which ones I've in, I've clicked instant index on. And if I've if I've not, then I'll just send it over. It can't hurt to send it over. But uh, I'm a, a bit worried about using that tool. I don't want Google to For <laughs> to the instant indexing? Me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, using I've, that.
0: I've seen some YouTube videos of people talking, hey, use this, and all of a sudden, all of your indexing yeah. problems are going to be fixed. Uh, but like you say, you don't want to poke the bear I too much. I don't want
1: to, yeah, too much, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, especially if it's not broken. I don't have issues indexing, so technically I shouldn't be using that tool because I could be, you know doing
0: something more harmful <laughs> no no I, I totally agree i totally agree well this is this has been nice this has been really cool um is there anything that you know that you'd like to talk about that maybe we didn't broach so far
1: uh no I'm, what, what what are your methods i've not i've not delved deeper into you know i've, I've w- listened to a few of your um podcasts but What do you, what do you do? Oh man, you're
0: you're turning the tables on me, huh? So, (laughs) oh yeah. So, I mean, I basically, uh, a lot of what you just said, you know, in terms of using Google auto suggest, there's a tool that just came out probably within the last year, year and a half or so is a keyword chef. Um, Yeah. That is, oh my gosh, it's like, the best tool ever i, I absolutely love yeah, that I've tool. Tried
1: it i've tried it the thousand they give a thousand free credits only.
0: yeah even actually the um uh what do you call it the blog seo case study that i'm doing right now um on youtube actually i was able to get ben he's the guy who owns keyword chef he's actually ben, yeah, he's, he's yeah. sponsoring it um which is pretty cool right so oh wow yeah so he's he's sponsoring it and hopefully the, the site grows and and i i get it cuz i'm the whole plan is to end up flipping it but all i'm doing in terms of you know um, adding content to it is just going after low competition question type yeah. words a very income school like approach but i have yeah. my own i'm more of i come from more of an affiliate heavy or background okay. so i try to infuse more affiliate into the information um yeah. but without being super blatant obviously but uh yeah, yeah you know trying to do that but yeah definitely keyword chef the um answer socrates which is the oh, free I version have you heard of um AnswerThePublic.com. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. remember they started charging like a year and a half, two years ago. So yeah. now um, there's another one that's very similar. It's just Answer Socrates. And uh, um,
1: and that one's free.
0: That one's free. It, at least it is uh-huh. for now. So I would <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> definitely start using it <laughs> as much as you possibly okay. can. But um, no, that's that's basically my method. Low competition. Uh, and be patient. And um yeah. I'm getting better at uh hiring out writers. Um. I've had some in the past, but right now I've been mainly focusing on using agencies. So I'm I use uh, a okay. writer access right now. Um, it's just easier for me because I'm always yeah. doing a million other things. And you can create your own list of good writers from those agencies, so that when you yeah. submit um, submit new articles, you can only send it to them if you want it. Yeah. And it works out just fine, but uh, no, that's that's what I'm doing right now. Is um and kind of doubling down on this. A, a
1: site to hundred as um to flip it hundred k as well.
0: Yeah, I fully expect it to be worth hundred k a lot sooner than what I'm saying yeah. it is. But you never know. I mean, it's Google. Who who knows what's going to happen? But um, yeah. the whole idea is to flip it. And um, what I'm finding is, if you build a site with the idea that you you may flip it, you build it differently. And yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I'm doing things with the idea that I might have a prospective buyer in the future, and okay. it ends up creating a cleaner site for me right
1: yeah, yeah <laughs> definitely that's that's how I'm, I'm doing with site seven that's the exact same plan that i've got to build it to a 100k valuation and i know exactly what you mean everything that you do just the way you silo and structure the categories and everything is just, just built in a, a way to sell
0: yeah so are Maybe you,
1: that's something we need to do going forward with all of the sites.
0: <laughs> hey, I, I think so, because that's where really the income is, um, is, yeah. is in the exit. You know, uh, you, you build up this this uh, asset that's earning an yeah. income, nice, clean backlink profile. I don't do much backlinking at all. Do you do any backlinking?
1: No, no. Yeah. I, so. I, I'm not saying that I won't. I think um, it will be a good idea or it, it might be. I might be shooting myself in the foot not building backlinks once the site is ranking for specific, yeah. you know, once it's because then you invite competition and it's quite easy to, you know, it depends. I guess it depends what kind of articles that you're you're covering, but um, not at the moment. Not at the
0: moment. Yeah, um, I've dabbled in uh, niche website builders and they're just they're pricey, you know, if you haven't yeah. ever done it before. But, you know they all they they give some pretty good links and also using um uh, haro you ever heard of using help a a a a reporter out
1: yeah yeah
0: Yeah, so those are kind of as far as i go in terms of it um i also try to do uh like i don't i don't know what you really would call it but i'll reach out to people in my niche and just try to create a relationship not necessarily yeah. with the idea of, hey, can I guest post? Hey, can I yeah, do this or whatever? Yeah. But, you know, if I'm in, you know, the, the the luxury watch niche or something, you know, go find a fashion blog or a fashion podcast or a fashion YouTube yeah. channel, something like that, and see if I can get on and then get a backlink from yeah. their site. And that would be highly relevant. I mean, it takes networking, and I'm terrible at networking. <laughs> but, <Yeah. laughs> I mean, that's one thing that I'm, I'm looking at with uh, trying to... You know, get a nice clean backlink profile yeah. on it. Yeah,
1: that works. It works. That's that is one of the thi- that is one of my methods. Um, Cause I don't, I'm I'm exactly the same. I don't like the the outreach thing. I thought that's why I like the income school method. Cause I didn't think that. I would be able to do the outreach thing. Um, but in the same way that you've said, without asking anybody for anything, um, I've actually featured some of the businesses in my niche on my post. So I can just reach out to them and say, hey, I, I featured you, yeah. you know, do you want any more images or anything like that? And usually, um, because you're not asking them for anything and you've given them something up front, they're happy to, they're like, oh, wow, thanks for featuring us. And yeah, could you blah, blah, blah. I'd love to share it on my social or... Um, but sometimes they don't have a blog like you mentioned and um, if it's very uh, niche specific it's, if it's just a company they might not have a blog so you might not get a backlink but you raise brand awareness they'll share your you know they'll share your your site and stuff and that helps so that's where I'm at now that's what I'll be doing with this site at least just reaching out in my niche but I don't think I'm going to go the you know can I guest post for you
0: Yeah. You. Yeah that's exactly why I freely will bring up people like like Doug or like yeah. Carl or um, Alex over at WP Eagle or you know I can't I mean, I, I, there's so many out there's there so um, so Emilia Gardner yeah. you know um, yeah. the list just kind of goes on I don't mind mentioning them because it's a small knit group
1: knit, yeah yeah and
0: some people are like well how come no one talks about this business model and I was like <laughs> I don't know uh, you know yeah. you you're, t- you're talking about you know vlogging maybe becoming more saturated but to be honest, not a lot of people do it. And I think a lot of people like to, you know, YouTube is huge. TikTok is huge. And they was like, well, I thought blogging was dead. I'm like, yeah. it, as especially with the multiples in terms of how you can sell. It's, been doing nothing but get going up when i was when i first got into it in 2015 an average multiple was around 20 maybe 15 to 20 Yeah. and we're barely six years later and that multiple on average is between 35 and 50
1: yeah that's insanity you know (laughs) i think that's so i think that is why it's going to become more saturated if we think it's saturated now it's kind of like crypto so 10 years ago people were saying you know is it yeah it will be 10 years no 2013 i think Bitcoin. Yeah, that's almost Um, eight
0: eight years ago or so. Nine years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: Wow. So, exactly. So, even just five years ago, people were saying, I think I got into crypto in 2017, and people had been saying, oh, the time to get in was, was, in whenever when Bitcoin was X amount, um, and it just kept going up, and people kept <laughs> <Yeah>. jumping. <laughs> people were jumping in in then, and you know, and people. A lot of YouTubers. I started my YouTube channel around that time talking about crypto, and that's how I got most of my followers. Um, and and then it didn't have that many people in it but even but now there's just there's so many people talking about it so I think that's going to happen with niche sites as people see the opportunity how much money can be made and what needs to be done I think more and more people are going to jump in so yeah
0: but I mean niche sites have been a thing now since I mean come on you know mid-2000s like you know, I don't it's, know what... yeah
1: it's been around for a while
0: <laughs> if you would have told me you know let's just say I was in If you told me when I first got started around 2015, 2016 or so, if blog, if Google would still be the same, you know, even seven, eight years from now, I would have been like, no, something else would probably have popped up by now. But you can argue that Google has gotten better. You know, Mm -hmm. um, you mentioned creating a new uh, a new article or a new whatever, and you're seeing it rank within weeks In the past, you you would have had to wait that whole quote unquote Google sandbox thing for six to eight months. And now they're popping up weeks because I think Google's getting better. And because Google's getting better, it's making those multiples go up because people are being able to buy these businesses with lower risk. And I think yeah. that's the big thing. That that's so true. as long as Google's, if Google disappeared tomorrow, I think we have bigger problems on our hands than yeah than anything.
1: Yeah, yeah. Google, Google has the monopoly on on the searches. There's, the other search engines, nobody's really. When they talk about SEO, they're talking about Google. They're talking about Google, so SEO. That's the yeah, default. They've solidified themselves.
0: Yeah, you don't go around saying, I'm going to go Yahoo this answer. You know, you say, no, I'm going to go Google this answer. It's yeah. it's become a verb in our in our lexicon exactly. right now. Exactly. Okay, cool. Well, this has been an amazing chat, Ariel. And thank you so much for uh, taking the time out to be on the podcast. Where can we follow up with you and follow your story and uh, and see what's going on with you? Uh,
1: well, I blog my, I share my income reports and all my findings over at arielphoenix.com um i'm on youtube Uh, i don't know if you can change the youtube name but right now it's youtube.com slash london stacks uh s-t-a-x um and that's it just yeah youtube and my blog
0: all right so youtube london uh youtube.com slash london (laughs) stacks is that like s-t-a-c-k-s
1: s-t-a-x
0: s-t-a-x gotcha yeah all right i started
1: off through um sharing my um precious metal stacking and then went over to crypto and now i'm on
0: niche sites so yeah <laughs> yeah that's that sounds like me my youtube channel's all over the place <laughs> you know I, there was one point i was talking about affiliate marketing then i changed the credit cards and then i changed it. i just uh. started creating content on whatever i thought was cool yeah. at the time and i've had some decent success with it but i end up you end up with like a scattered audience you know so yeah i um, trying to niche that down like we were talking right before we started uh recording but um no again thank you so much for your time to be on and uh yeah definitely stay in touch this is this is really cool and um, i really do appreciate it if you have any uh, signing off words to anyone
1: no that's it thanks for having me again and um i hope your followers can come over and see what i'm doing as well
0: okay well i'm officially telling them hey go to ariel i'll be sure to put a link down in the oh this isn't youtube not the description but i put it in the show notes. go check her out arielphoenix.com if you google it it will come up i did google it before uh we started talking here so go ahead and check her out her stuff is amazing she is great with time management and i just even though she doesn't say it you know um and she thinks she's an imposter but she's not she's she's not a she's not an imposter at all and i just got all of this from her website you know so go ahead and go check it out um arielphoenix.com thanks so much ariel Have you been struggling to make money with your blog? Or maybe you'd like to learn how to build a niche blog and start generating a passive income, but don't know how to go about it. Well, don't worry, I got you covered introducing Blog Builder Pro. Blog Builder Pro is a comprehensive online course designed to take you from a complete beginner to having a website up and running that is making you money. Blog Builder Pro also helps take the guesswork out of monetizing your blog by teaching you an easy step-by-step process that I call the Nifty Fifty Core Steps. These steps will tell you what to do and when to do it so that you are never lost. One of the biggest frustrations that newer bloggers have is that they do not know if the work they are putting in on their sites will yield them some result but thanks to the more than 60 professionally produced lessons special worksheets easy blog and email templates exclusive webinar discounts one-on-one training and a community that can help you answer questions 24 7 blog builder pro is rocking the industry with this groundbreaking and comprehensive training holding your hand from start to finish. So go to bloggerevolution.com/income and check out the free webinar for some more information. That is bloggerevolution.com/income.